1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin, the Reel Down segment brought to you by Michigan, Ohio Kayak Anglers. Uh, I'm Brad Hicks. Alongside me is uh, John Graves. How you doing today, John? I'm doing great, Sticks. Can we just get this party started right now? Can I call you Sticks? Sure, why not? <laughs> Let's just get it going <laughs> right now. <laughs> it seems like everybody else is calling me that at the moment, too. So, Well, you've earned I, that name. You've earned I, it. I, I feel like I haven't really earned it, but... Whatever you guys want to call me, go ahead. <laughs> All right, we will. <laughs> well, I'm super excited for this opportunity, man. Uh, Brian came to me and you and, well, Brian, Jay, and Jason, they, they all came to us and had this idea of uh, coming up with a tournament segment for Paddle and Finn, and they've yeah. been my favorite podcast for a while, so yeah, I'm absolutely. real excited about it. <clears throat> so, you know, growing up in the late 1900s like I did, you know, I'm halfway to 110 years old right now. So I was able, I was there when I saw analog transfer into digital and to be in where I am at right now and having the opportunity to hang out with some young lads to get out there and enjoy a wonderful sport like kayak bass fishing and to just really be able to do things like podcast and talk to each other like this. That is amazing to me. And if, if, if it was any better, I'd be a triplet. Yeah, it, it is cool. I mean, just listening to your podcast over the last few months and uh, meeting you and meeting a bunch of other people out in the Cincinnati scene, it's been really awesome. So I'm excited where it's taken us. Well, that's where I met you. You, you were one of the first subscribers to uh, my John Graves Kayak Fishing podcast. Mm. And um, you, in fact, won the first giveaway uh, on the uh, podcast and it was a shallow crankbait and I met you there at the captain's meeting of a Loveland canoe and kayak uh, event um, that got switched to uh, Lake Cowan just happens to be one of my favorite bodies of water around here I met you that night gave you the Kevin Frazier shallow crankbait and hey I'm not saying that 
<laughs> that won the event for you. But I find it very uh, interesting that the next day in your first tournament ever, you took home first place. That was amazing what you did that day. Yeah, I was completely shocked. <laughs> you had to been. Now, can you give me a little insight what you were doing uh, that tournament? Well, uh, lately, I've been watching a ton of videos. Well, over the whole winter, I, I, I was watching a ton of videos on uh, fishing lakes. I've been trying to get a lot better at fishing these lakes. So uh, I came across a video that I think Tactical Bassin put out, and they said uh, – when the water's up high and muddy, like it was at Cowan Lake that day, Absolutely. I think it was six feet high. They said those fish go to the banks and hide under the, any cover they can find. So they said to target the the banks, throw under the cover and use uh, dark colors, black and blue. So I used the uh, black and blue chatterbait that day, and, and on well, along with the uh, Kevin Fraser crankbait you sent me, and I ended up catching my first fish off uh, riprap on that Kevin Frazier. And that's what started the whole frenzy. <laughs> nice. That got him excited. You fired him up yeah. quick too. It was fun to watch you on the leaderboard. You know, that yeah. was really cool to see you. That's been a really interesting part of where I'm at. This is like my third year of competitive kayak bass fishing. So it's been really fun to actually see others come into it and then boom, just catch on to it like fire and watch them like yourself do what you're doing. So I'm excited to be here, man. So let's get this party going. Definitely. Uh, I figured we'd get acquainted with our uh, listeners since nobody really knows who we are. And uh, we're kind of catering to uh, the Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers with this podcast because we are officially, uh, well, pa uh, Paddle and Fins officially uh, partnered with uh, Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to get acquainted with our listeners and let them know who we are and what we're doing, uh, like kind of a backstory, maybe a little bit and what we're involved in as such as, uh, uh, pro staff, uh, teams we're on, et cetera. So if you want to go ahead with that. Right. I'll absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, um, I grew up between two places, Ewing County, Kentucky, which was a 99 acre tobacco farm down there. And my family grew, <laughs> Uh, tobacco on and uh, it had an old mud hole that sat not far from the farmhouse and I was convinced there was fish in that so I grew up kind of like a cane pole fisherman bank fisherman type of person didn't do a whole lot of it got involved in uh, the sport of ultra marathon running uh, in high school and continued that for 40 years of my life and then just about four years ago I started to realize that I just wasn't, uh, I didn't have the structure that I needed to compete like I wanted to in ultra marathon cycling and running. And so I just kind of in my mind and my spirit, my soul, I kind of gave up on that sport. And I sat around in literally limbo for about a year of my life. And then a friend of mine uh, introduced me to uh, co-angling on the back of his bass boat. And that just blew my mind, uh, the, how many types of poles and rigs and lures were used to fish. This is just recently, up to like three years ago. And uh, I started to think about getting myself a bass boat. We would get into tournaments every Thursday here in a local lake. And um, I really got addicted to the fishing, but realized that I was not going to be able to afford a bass boat. Mm -hmm. This guy would upgrade every six months to a better bass boat, a better bass boat, a bigger bass boat, a faster bass boat. And uh, to get the one that I would really appreciate and I was already spoiled with, I would have had to spend twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. So that was not going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, just sitting around one night, my significant other said, why don't you Google bicycle-powered kayaks? And I did. And I looked at... <laughs> I looked up bicycle power kayaks and I saw two images. I saw one of the Wilderness Systems 135 radar kayak has the Helix pedal drive sticking up out of the hull of that thing with two pedals. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. Check it out. There, there, <laughs> there's a bicycle powered kayak. And then I kept scrolling through there and I saw a picture of a gentleman that looked so familiar to me. 
And I read this check he was holding. It was a big publisher clearing, like a, like a big publisher's sweepstake check, one of the big award ceremony checks. And it had national champion, kayak bass fishing national champion, Kurt Smits mm. on it. And I said, I think I know this guy. Now, I grew up in the, the late 1990s, all through here, racing a lot of mountain bikes and seeing that sport transform. And Kurt was very instrumental in that himself. So ironically, me and him competed against each other. That's how I knew him. And I'm thinking, wow, they actually have a competitive kayak bass fishing championship. And immediately I just jumped headfirst into the sport. I joined KBF as soon as I could. That year I did 37 tournaments. I wouldn't consider myself a, a tournament angler but more of a social media kayak angler. I really enjoy this part of it. And it's being a social media kayak angler kind of takes the pressure off of uh, being that competitive tournament angler. But I still have a long way to go, Sticks, before I get, I, I consider myself really into the mix. But uh, I'm excited. We got, uh, I qualified for the 2020 national championship. And I'm so, I'm, I'm sort of just like enjoying this year. I'm going to learn as much as I possibly can and uh, just prepare myself for April and get it. Yeah. I, I was at that tournament. You qualified. That was fun. And it just, it happened for me. I found the same type of bite that you did. It was on the same lake. That's just a, a lake I'm very, very familiar with. It's, it's gosh, it's a, uh, feels like a 19 minute drive basically from here at the house so I can get there pretty conveniently. But, uh, yeah, that's a guy I like that muddy fishing. I've really fell in love with that yeah. muddy tight to the yep. bank structure fishing. I'm starting, I'm starting to connect the dots. So I'm feeling pretty good. I used to not like Cowan, but it's starting to warm up to me a little bit. So I'm, I'm getting excited for it. Well, me and you will have to get together and pick it apart sometime yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> we could probably do a podcast from there you know oh yeah definitely. that would be that would be a lot of fun to do that yeah but I, what I, about like, yourself how'd you get into it uh well been fishing my whole life with my dad we used to travel around to different uh, lakes and reservoirs in in ohio and uh uh i don't know i i kind of grew tired of lake fishing so uh, right after i moved out on my own from my dad's house back in 2010 or 11, I think I was, uh, looking for new places to fish. So I, I, I started fishing rivers. Um, I was, uh, I was searching everything I could. I stumbled across the, uh, uh, forum called, uh, Ohio game fishing. And, uh, that's where I met a bunch of guys that I still talk to today about fishing. Uh, Steve Coomer, he used to, uh, uh, write reports on there all the time i've learned champion a, oh yeah i've learned a lot just from reading his post on there it's ridiculous but uh the passion grew i started uh fishing rivers more and more and uh came across people fishing uh on kayaks on the river so i thought that was really cool so i i decided to buy my own my first was a uh sit-in pelican trailblazer 100 which that wasn't my favorite kayak but at least it got me on the water catching some smallmouth. So absolutely. From there, I, I went to a perception access 11 and a half sit on top. I thought it'd be better. I thought I'd like it better than I did. Uh, didn't like it. So I ended up selling that shortly after and then getting my first high end kayak, I guess you, you would say, uh, ended up with a old town predator MX. It was made for rivers. So I was like, that's a perfect kayak for me. I can stand in it. Uh, easy to paddle, easy to maneuver. It was pretty light. Um, I was in that until about this year, actually in March, uh, for, yeah, it was March. Uh, no, it was in April, uh, that Loveland canoe and kayak, uh, river tournament. Yeah. Got switched over to Cowan Lake. Um, that's where I met Jason and that just opened up a world of opportunity for me. I'm, I'm so glad I met him. I'm, thankful for everything he's done for me. I know he's thankful for me. I've done, I, I've worked hard for Loveland Canoe and Kayak and Mark and Jason. Uh, I just can't thank them enough, but 
they hooked me up, put me on their fishing team, and uh, put me in a bonafide SS-127, and I haven't looked back since. Nice. Uh, I love that kayak. It, it's definitely my favorite one I've had of, out of all four of them. Uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, now I'm on the team team bonafide. Uh, uh, it's just it's crazy. It is, dude. You're just losing. <laughs> it's it's funny just to see this like zephyr of uh you know just success and just great things happening for you man so it's really cool to see that that's that's been neat and and i was just talking to kurt smiths uh just a couple weeks ago about this very same thing seeing the similarities of how mountain biking took its transformed through uh techniques and and equipment and all of that kind of stuff and got to where it was and, and basically kayak bass fishing is doing the same thing and how all of this new equipment, you know, case in point, Jason's 360 blue skies, you know, that's a whole totally different machine. And there's a lot of people talking about that thing, mm-hmm. you know, and, but it is legit and you can go out, it's a fish hunting machine. And that's what these kayaks are really turning and transforming to be, man, it's, it's exciting to see it. That's for oh, sure. Definitely. The, the stealth a- aspect of a uh, kayaks, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you can sneak up right on top of a fish. They won't know you're there. Right. Uh, have now, you tried, uh, have you tried Jason's, uh, blue sky yet? I have not. I'm waiting for that magic moment to do <laughs> it, you know? And I think probably the best place to uh, try that, you know, here in the local area anyway, is to like East Fork Lake. You know, on any given day, you can go out East Fork and you got three foot waves out there with wake boats and, you know, bad country music. I mean, the real bad country music, <laughs> not Buck Owens. You don't hear that coming around. Here comes the wakeboard, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, my Lord, you know, here comes back Kenny Chesney, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, out there with the wind and stuff, that would be a really neat place to do that. And uh, he's he's definitely, you know, very courteous about anybody can jump on that thing and try it out, but I haven't done that yet. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, the reason I haven't done it is I'm afraid I'm going to like it too much. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, I'm, I'm trying to settle in with the, the, the two warbirds that I have in my fleet right now. Uh, and I'm afraid if I get into that thing, right. Yeah. I'll go, ah, you know, (laughs) I just, so it looks that cool. Yeah, I don't know which one of your kayaks you like better. Is it the Wilderness or the Hobie? Seems like you like that uh, Wilderness pretty well. It's You know, it's like the old P-51. You know, it's got my heart. It was my original. And when I went back and I and I researched bicycle-powered kayak, that image of the Wilderness Systems 135 radar kayak came up. So I hit that, and it took me to a place called Roads, Rivers, and Trails that's located right here in Old Town, Milford, on Route 50, America's loneliest highway, and if you were coming up Route 50 and you crossed the Little Miami River there, you are not going to miss it. It's roads, rivers, and trails. I walked in there, and I bought their floor model, and I brought that home, and it was just amazing what this thing could do. I felt very comfortable standing up in it almost immediately. Um, you can, it, it's, it's got a tight cockpit to it, but... Mm-hmm my frame and just literally the, the, the probably hundreds of thousands of miles. I was a bicycle messenger for 11 years of my life in downtown Cincinnati. So the, the motion of the bicycle is very familiar to me. So the wilderness system is just in my DNA and I could just work it really easy. Um, and I kept that for the longest time, but I did feel its limitations. I didn't know exactly what they were. Uh, one was storage space, lack of a storage space because of the tight cockpit. It it tracks, it's it's fast, it doesn't cut and maneuver quite the way I would like it to do um, because I'm I'm such a tight to structure fisherman. I love to get in there really tight, so I need a kayak that I can get in and out. This one does give me the ability to do that without pulling levers like a Hobie on mm-hmm. a Mirage Drive. It's just a single track bike, almost like a you know a, a bike messenger's bike, a single speed bike, and uh, you so you can get in there and you can get yourself back out. Uh, that helps a lot when you're getting tangled up and stuff. But I felt its limitations, 
Strictly Sale here in uh, Blue Ash, Ohio, who sponsors Kurt Smith's, the 2017 Kayak Bass Fishing National Champion, local boy wonder, man. This guy can really catch some fish. Um, and they put his used um, kayak up, his Pro Angler 14, up for sale on on Facebook. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, I got to have that. <laughs> But I don't have the money they were asking for it. But one thing I did have at the time was a lot of off-road segways. I used to have a off-road segway uh, tour uh, business in which we, uh, we it was titled Cowboy Gasoline. You can come out and ride a, a off-road segway over five acres of a, a course that was shaped like the United States of America. But I had a, a few of these in my fleet there, and I thought, well, maybe they'll they'll trade for a couple and. And I offered to trade them for a, a couple of these uh, off-road segways, and I thought maybe they thought it was a joke at first. But a couple of days later, they reached back out to me and said, hey, what about these segways? Now, one thing about a segway, if I get you on a segway, you're going to want it. Okay, yeah. so all I uh, I just needed to get the Tacy brothers up on a Segway. So I went right over to Strictly Sale and I got both of them up on this Segway and they fell in love with it. And boom, I drove out of the parking lot with Kurt Smith's uh, Hobie Pro Angler 14. And I brought that out. Now, that is like the Bismarck. That thing is an absolute battleship. Uh, so it's a much different kayak with that huge uh, rudder up underneath it, or the uh, keel up underneath it that you can drop, suddenly these big waves and that wind and or the, the stability that you need out in these big deep waters are there. And that's something that the Wilderness System kayak couldn't get to me. Mm. Um, it, it's not quite as fast as my uh, Helix pedal drive on the Wilderness System. The Wilderness System is just a more narrow kayak. Uh, this one, the Hobie Pro Angler is a little wider, but, uh, um, you're right. I have been breaking out the old Warbird and, uh, it's, uh, of the wilderness systems, uh, kayak, but, uh, you know, I'm switching back and forth because I'm just learning really these two mm -hmm. kayaks and comparing them and having the opportunity to compare both of them is really, uh, a neat thing. Yeah. I think it's cool that you're still using both of them as well. I, I wish, wish I had that, uh. I wish I had that uh, opportunity, but, you know, money problems and <laughs> hey, I can only have one. So <laughs> sticks, as long as I have a Hobie Pro Angler 14, you, my friend, also have a Hobie <laughs> Pro Angler 14. OK, oh, oh. I'm, I'm serious about that, too. You know, it's it's a what are you going to do to it? I've seen these things drop out of the back of pickup trucks. You might put a blemish on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm very sincere and serious about that. If anybody, I don't care who you are, man, you want to try one of these kayaks out and you live in the local area, man, you, you send me a shout out and I'll absolutely meet you someplace with these kayaks and we'll get out on the water and do it. That's cool, man. You, you doing stuff for like, like that for people, it really helps grow the sport. You're, you're definitely a true ambassador for sure. So I know I, I, I think the world of you. I think you're an awesome guy, and I'm really glad to know you. Well, I really appreciate that. I can't seem to catch fish worth a damn, but if <laughs> I can, if I can reach out and and extend this sport that I have found and really kind of transferred the spiritual um, part and the connection that I had to the sport of ultramarathon running and cycling, and I can so easily transfer that into kayak bass fishing. It's very similar. We show up early in the morning. It's cold and it's damp and it's dark and we hug and we shake hands and we laugh and we tell jokes. The captain's meeting tells the, the rules and regs and then we start and we disappear off to ourselves out into the middle of nowhere and then we eventually show back up. It was the same thing as a, a long distance run or a, a long distance cycling event. So everything feels so familiar to me. However, there's no money in running. Mm-hmm. There's none at all. So if there's anybody out there who wants to make a lot of money and run and quit right now and, <laughs> and just get into kayak bass fishing because it's a very similar sport. But at least you have the opportunity to pick up a couple 300 bucks, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a blast. I mean, I think one of my most 
I think my most favorite time other than the fishing uh, tournament is probably the meeting after we're done fishing and hanging out with everybody. Absolutely. I, I've met, I've met a ton of people doing that right. this year. A lot right. of them have been awesome. I, I'm planning on fishing with a few of them too. So yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Well, when, so. when you win tournaments, it helps. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it helps. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're introduced to everybody. That's true. So. Yeah. But it's a great group of people. It really is. You know, some of them, will stand off to the, you know, one or two by themselves. And, and, and they are the type, you know, we're, we're meeting at a very odd hour of the day, you know, so you just kind of have to walk up to people and, and, and see who they are. But once you break that ice, this group of people is absolute family and the brotherhood and the sisterhood is, is really, truly amazing. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, fishing, uh, the Michigan, Ohio, uh, kayak trail this year i don't know if you've fished any of it but i'm definitely looking forward to uh going up there to east and west harbor uh july 27th i believe yeah uh, up so uh I'm now gonna... are you familiar with that i east i am harbor? not i'm not i have heard good things about it but i have never been up there i have never been north of columbus fishing before in my life yeah, I, i've so, been up to the mommy a few times but i've never I don't think I've been on any reservoirs or lakes. Right. So. right. right. Now but, it's yeah. hard. They got some big bass up there and it's just hard for us in Southwestern Ohio to compete with some of those big reservoir bass that are up in Ohio and Michigan. Wow. St. Clair. Mm -hmm. When are we going to St. Clair? That place is on <laughs> fire right now. Oh yeah. What is going on? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I, I know you were going to go over the uh, Hobie bass, uh, open that just happened on St. Clair yeah. uh, this past weekend. Uh, Eric yeah. Siddiqui won that one. So You know, if you want to talk about the Hobie Bass Open Series, there's probably only two people you need to talk about right now, and that's Eric Siddiqui, and that's Christine Fisher. Mm -hmm. You know, Eric Siddiqui, here's another one. of the, I'm, I'm good with faces, Sticks. I can look yeah. at your face, man, and go, you know what? I've seen you somewhere. Was it Amsterdam on a train station somewhere? Eric Siddiqui looks so familiar to me for some reason. And uh, I was just looking up some information on him a couple weeks ago. And by golly, he just grew up right down the street. And he graduated at Anderson High School, home of the Redskins, right here in southwestern Ohio. And he is just setting it on fire. I don't know what that guy is. Between him and Christine Fisher, these two might as well have been picked out of like a Disney casting office. <laughs> you know, you got Eric Siddiqui, who's like this just chic man, and he's coming there to just crush the enemies, you know, and he has an extreme talent for finding fish. He knows he's been at it for probably a couple years with the KBF. And I think back in the 2017 year, he really started to win some of these, uh, you know, uh, tournaments and picking up big bass and stuff. And you start doing that, your confidence level really starts picking up. You know what I mean, man, you oh, yeah. get that, you get that one good win. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I know what I did to get that win. I'm going to keep doing that. Now I just need to discover all of these different bodies of water. And Eric Siddiqui has taken the time to really study and travel the trail series of the KBF. And now the, the Hobie Bass Open Series, which is new this year. This is their mm -hmm. inaugural year, and they are knocking it out of the park. Oh, so yeah. the competition between those two big events, the KBF events and the Hobie Bass Open Series is going to really draw together an amazing field of anglers. And so to watch Eric do what he does and, and just go up there, you know, a couple, three days ahead of time up at St. Clair and catch so many fish <laughs> that he, that he takes a day off and goes musky fishing, you know, yeah, and I then, just read that report today. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, this guy, what are you doing? You know, I'm up there. I'll be up there. You know, I entered the Hobie Bass Open Series down at Kentucky Lake and Lake Barkley. And the reason I did that, because I wanted to step up into the stage that they present. They have a very, very strong elite feel to their events. So when you pull up in the parking lot, man, they got they got the Hobie Bass Open Series parking lot signs up and they got the 
the linen on the tables at the uh, the uh, the 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 hall where they're gonna have the captain's meeting and they have goodies for all of the anglers and all that kind of stuff. So it's really put together well on stage. And then when you get inside this thing, it's legit because you start looking around at some of these people and you start, wow, that's Jim Strunk. Mm-hmm. I know that guy. Coy Neely. Oh my gosh. I've seen that guy, Eric Siddiqui. There he is. And you start putting all these little names together. Kurt Smith's. Wow. He's going to crush it. You know, this thing's going to go nuts and you're sitting over there going, Oh my gosh, what's going <laughs> to happen. I, I don't even know where I'm going. And you know, I may be Lake Barkley, you know, let's go find that out. So, so, I saw there for the first time Christine Fisher, okay, and she's standing amongst now Christine Fisher standing out amongst all these like you know mangy pirates, you know <laughs> uh, kayak bass fishermen, and I'm going, wow, you know, if that girl can catch some fish, there's one to take home to mom and dad, you know, she could probably bake a great apple pie too. So, yeah. guess what? She caught like 42 freaking bass the first day. You know, if not, I mean, that was probably within the first three hours. This girl can flat out catch some fish. And I think she can study her electronics. Mm -hmm. She knows her electronics really well. And she seems to really know how to use those. And, dude, I think she's part mermaid. (laughs) I mean, I think she probably sticks her head underneath the water, sings a Disney song, and these fish just... You know, so she took guys, you know, she got second place. Was it just up there at the uh, the Hobie Bass Open Series um, um, up here at St. Clair? Um, Eric Siddiqui uh, got the gosh, what did he get? Third place. And then uh, here, I'll look it up right now while we're speaking. But, man, they're just doing so well up there. You know, those guys. Oh, yeah. I, I've been keeping up with it. I, I hear their name. I, I don't hear. I see their names a lot up on the top leaderboards. I know uh, Kurt's up there quite a bit, too. I mean, I think he's had a top 10 finish at the Hobie Open, one of them this year. Yep. Uh, he I th- Did he finish 14th or something like that uh, this past weekend or something? I can't. You know, I, yeah. No, I haven't even seen what Kurt has done. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I've been blocked out of that one particular leaderboard that we use on that, and I haven't seen it. They blocked me out. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but here he is, Matthew Scotch. Uh, he was the one yeah. uh, there that got the third place. And Christine got uh, second place. Eric Siddiqui got first place in that uh, particular St. Clair event. So the, the the smallmouth bass up there is just amazing. I understand it to be more of a, a shallow lake. It doesn't – and you need to find that structure uh, it's not a very deep lake. That's uh, what I hear. Uh, Jim Orr, uh, who has a lot of good information, he knows that lake really well. Boy, he was really shooting it out there in the first day. And then I want to get a, a, lo- a just a shout out to local Burt Goodhouse Jr. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is that he's the general Patton of kayak bass fishing. Uh, so go Army and. Uh, Man, it must have been those really bad Wild Bill Saloon cigars or whatever they were, Bert, that <laughs> caught those fish. But he was standing in fifth place there on the first day at St. Clair. And I bet – I don't know if I could have slept a wink oh, if yeah. I was in that position. Hey. So big shout-out to him and good job. I'm anxious to hear what he did to uh, put himself there. Bert won his first tournament in four years this year too, didn't he? He, yeah, he absolutely did. That was the first Cowan tournament that we did. Right. So, yeah, yep. he, he's been he's been do, uh, placing pretty well in tournaments lately. He he got second place at uh, or not second. He got third place at third. the uh, Cincinnati Kayak Trail uh, a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, public open waters tournament. Right. So, that See, was a he's fun. on fire. He's on, he fire. Is on fire. So it's, he's going to be fun to uh, to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, it, he always uh, shows up to the meetings after uh, after the tournament's over. He always has that cigar in his mouth. <laughs> you know, there's something about the cigars. The first time I saw Bert, I heard him coming around. The actually, I smelt him coming around the corner, <laughs> and and the wind was just bringing the the drift. The the water just was bringing right in there, pushing a little current. And some of this, I felt there was some just big balls of bait. I I I haven't fished electronics yet. So I'm just going the old build dance thing. I said, there's big balls of bait coming in there. What I smell, and I smelled this, like, what? It smells like cigar. And I'm out there in the middle of nowhere, and I see this guy coming, 
he's just like fettling his Hobie pro angler and he's got this cigar in his teeth and he's biting on this cigar. I said, how you doing? He says, I'm just trying to catch that six damn fish. <laughs> he, got, he grunted out something, but it was absolutely comical. And he's certainly a character, a lot of fun to watch. And, and just a, another one of those good guys that you meet there at these, yeah. uh, at these events. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the KBF trail here in Belton, Texas. So big shout out on that one. Uh, first as uh, Santos Zepeda, that's a guy's called 84 inches of fish. Uh, and second is Glermo Gonzalez. He's going to be another one to watch because that guy knows Texas kayak bass fishing really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got some events coming up, Toledo Bend, of course. So what, put keep your eye on Glermo. Um, he's definitely. Uh, I, I, I was just saying I have to remember that name. Glermo Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's another one. Dwayne uh, Taff, who's uh, also a national yep. champion. He's, uh, he's in 22nd place right now. And uh, Matthew Scotch, who just uh, kicked mm-hmm. butt uh, there, um, is, uh, he's in fourth place right now. I believe that is. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Is this to watch a monthly tournament. tournament for Texas you're talking about? Yeah, it's uh, Belton, Belton. Uh, Texas. Okay. Yep. At, yep. Gotcha. Uh, that's uh, the... Uh, what lake is that they're fishing out down there? Let me find out there. I'll look that up. Yep, yep, right. yep. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we, we have uh, Michigan, Ohio uh, Kayak Anglers uh, Fletcher Pond Tournament coming up July 6th. Uh, I know I won't be able to make it, but, uh, well, because we have the Paddle and Fin uh, meetup in Ohio that day at Cowan Lake, uh, our host, uh Brian, Jay, Jason, they'll all be there. And uh, right. it, it's open to anybody. If you want to come out to Cowan Lake that night and hang out with us, uh, they'll be there all weekend, I think, uh, July 5th, 6th, and leaving the 7th maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. But we're having a friendly tournament on that lake. And it's uh, uh, it's also it's a team tournament. If you want to be a part of a team, it's a team tournament. But it's also an individual tournament. So uh, the entry fee is 20 bucks for that plus the $5 fee for uh, tourney X and then the team tournament portions, $10. So, uh, I can't remember exactly what the numbers are, but the, the total for everything's uh 40 bucks. If you want to, I think I'm just going to do the individual tournament, I think. So I know he has something else set up to where it, he, he calls it a, a host bounty. So if you place higher than one of the hosts, me, you, uh, Brian, Jay, or Jason, you get awarded a $10, uh, uh, bill right on the spot after the tournament's over. So I thought oh, that was, nice. cool. I thought that was a cool, uh, little incentive you did. So I've never had can, a bounty on my head before. I, <laughs> I haven't either, but <laughs> I, I keep telling everybody if, if you want to win $10, bet on me. <laughs> right, right. I might. <laughs> so it, well, it's going to be a like lot a of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting Brian and Jay finally. Uh, we've yeah. talked. We've Skyped. So uh, I'm looking forward to meeting them in person and beating beating Brian on Cowan Lake. Nice. Smack him down. Well, you own that lake, that's for sure. <laughs> so now that's this weekend coming up, correct? Yeah. That's this weekend. Yeah. I think I'm going to be out there Friday. Now, when's the tournament? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday morning. Uh, I think line's in at 7 and okay. uh, line's out at 3, I believe. Okay. Okay, now is this the? Uh, uh, there's two tournaments that yeah. can be run concurrent there that day, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the uh, Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. You can fish Cowan Lake for the Buddy Bass tournament they're putting on. Absolutely, which yeah. is why we're doing this, so you can, okay. you can enter both at the same time. Okay, I think that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, so put your money down, folks, right now. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun, but. Uh, back to Fletcher's pond. They have a, a tournament there this, this Saturday as well. I can't make it. So, uh, I have, uh, uh, this paddle and fin meetup I have to be at. So I, uh, let me see Fletcher's pond, uh, the sixth, they wanted me to mention, uh, that they have a young guns, uh, tournament angler fee that they are a reduced fee. Uh, anybody under the eight, uh, 17 and under, they get a reduced tournament fee. So if, if you have a kid or uh, 
a nephew or something that wants to come fishing with you, bring them out. I think it's only right. 35 bucks uh, entry fee instead of the 50. Right. Don't quote me on that. You might have to go and search that a little bit, but. Oh, that's a great idea too, man. Just to get, you know, kids, you know, you don't have to invest. You don't, you know, you don't have to sit here and think, wow, am I going to have to do, how, how will I ever be able to be a pro bass fisherman? You know, how can I compete? Well, it, it, a kayak is so much more affordable and boy, dreams do come true, man. So to, to get kids into this type of sport, especially high school, I, I bet there's going to be high school teams start oh, yeah. popping up here and there doing this because, you know, just here in, here in Ohio, we have Mason High School that has like three big bass boats. Okay, so you go out and buy three big bass boats, you could buy dozens of very nice kayaks yeah. with all of that money and put a heck of a lot more kids into those kayaks and into the sport of fishing. So anything to do to get kids off the dock and, you know, jigging the rocks, man. Oh, for sure. Uh, speaking of kids and fishing, I don't know if you've heard of, well, you, you I guarantee you've heard of Dylan uh, Fuquay, I think his name is. Absolutely. And yep. Owen Chamberlain. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, those kids are tearing it up, man. Yep. They're they're both already qualified for the national championship this year. Yep. Owen, Owen qualified earlier, and he's mm-hmm. – I, I keep looking for his name up on the rosters. Now, what I understand is that they don't update those rosters uh, until, like, October because I'm, I'm looking for my, my own name on there just so I can catch yeah. some sleep. But Owen's another one that qualified, so his name is not on that roster yet either. So that gives me a little bit more oxygen to breathe. Uh, but uh, Owen, I had the uh, Owen ironically has family here in Milford, Ohio. Really? So through yeah, absolutely, and and so through Facebook, him and his father uh, Philip came up here to visit, and we met. And guess what? We went out to Lake Cowan, and uh, Owen has this sweet like hummingbird or it was like a Lawrence unit one of the bigger units nice big you know 10 inch widescreen and he lights that thing up and I'm over here with my like little Garmin Striker 4 you know and I'm sitting there squinting you know looking into it and stuff and he's kicked back and I said you know well Owen why don't you just take us where you think we should go and man he took us to this spot a ridge up underneath there that I had no idea exist in, in Cowan Lake. And we fished that, and he was very successful that day. So I, I left grateful to meet him and his dad, but he's a great fisherman. And then Dylan uh, Fuquay, him and his father, who really dedicates so much to this sport, his father, a big shout-out to him right now uh, and how he really gives it up for his son to go out and look for these unique fishing areas but I was in Lake Barkley and the land between the lakes camping out for the Hobie Bass Open Series down there. And I couldn't have been in a more obscure place because it's like a like a kind of a walk in place. You walk to your campsite and I wake up and next door to me is this pickup truck and it's got a couple people sleeping in the back of it. And lo and behold, it's Dylan and his dad. And so I'm saying, Hey, you're the young kid that went down there and just crushed everybody, you know, down South. And yeah, he very humble kid, uh, got his dad over to the side. And I said, so, you know, Dylan really liked to, to fish. And he said, Dylan has a unique talent to read the water. Mm. He can look at water and say, you know what? They're biting in here. This is good water right here. And ironically, they left the water that I was fishing in because they felt it wasn't good enough. And guess what? They were right. It wasn't. I should have left, too. You know, but they packed up and and boogied out of there. But Dylan is another one. Absolutely. Him and Owen are two to watch, two of the young guns coming up. I follow them both on YouTube, and I'm I'm super excited what what I'm watching from them. It's awesome seeing the young kids do awesome. So yeah, it's good stuff. It sure is. Well, um, I don't have the Cincinnati uh, kayak fishing trail uh, tournament schedule in front of me, but do you know what the next event for them are? Well, here, let me look it up right now, man. I can't I really remember what it is. I know the uh, Flowing Waters tournament got changed, and I think Brian Tacey's going to be rerunning that one. So, 
Yeah, that was um, the um, the flowing water tournament turned into like the raging river tournament. That was just insane. The amount of water that we have been getting here in southwestern Ohio has absolutely been bad for the hay and it's bad for the river fishing. Now, I'm not much of a river fisherman and Jason Ricketts took me down the uh, river, Little Miami River and was showing me some of the you know the things to do and not to do and just I, I've been on the river many times but that was the first time I would ever took the Hobie Pro Angler down the river so here I am in the big here I am in the U.S. you know the Bismarck coming down there and just crashing <laughs> into stuff and uh, it was a little challenge I would definitely take the wilderness systems kayak down the river the next time I go mm-hmm. um that's for sure. But what do we got for uh, Cincinnati kayak? The Cincinnati Public Water. When was that? You know, Brian. Was, let me see. That was already. That's already been there and done that. Yeah. That that was a uh, fun one to get into there. So they don't have uh, much out on the. Uh, uh, we'll, here, we'll get that out. Yeah, I found it. There is a Paint Creek, August twenty fourth. That's the next one they're running. All right. So. We probably should be a little bit better at doing this if we want to do a tournament highlight segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's all good. I mean, we're, we're good. Hey, I Brian have- Tacey, a big shout out to those guys as a, as a KBF uh, partnership that he has with them. He's really doing a good job uh, yeah, with, uh, with spreading the good word and stuff. That's a really fun crowd to, to get around. Not only the, uh, you know, the, the, the Buckeye, um, you know, nation, uh, kayak, uh, trail, but, uh, the Cincinnati kayak, uh, fishing, uh, group and join, join these on Facebook. but, you know, it's first step oh, yeah. to getting familiar with everybody. And, uh, uh, for the most part, all of the, uh, the scheduling and everything can just be seen right on there. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely growing the, uh, Cincinnati fishing trail down in that way. So I'm excited to see how, how much they grow next year. They became KBF affiliated this year. So, uh, I'm excited for next year. I'm excited to see how many events they hold. I think they'll always have a good turnout because it seems like, uh, the Cincinnati area just has really, really big kayak fishing following. What do you think it is? You know, now the, the are we talking, this is, is this the, the belt buckle of the Midwest finesse belt you know is this where it all this area right here because it just seems we can turn out a lot of really good fishermen from this area yeah i, I don't know what it is but it it, I, it might be because we we lack the amount of water everybody else does in the nation but it, it just seems like we have a lot of people in the cincinnati dayton and columbus area and not not enough lakes and rivers for everybody to fish so (laughs) i I just think i i feel like that makes everybody a better fisherman because you got to work harder on those highly pressured lakes and then when you go to these other new lakes it's just like boom you you know what to do yeah absolutely so um i think that's everything i have for tournaments coming up uh i know trying to look here fletcher's pond we covered that east and west harbor um yeah well don't forget the hobie bass open uh series and the stuff that they have going on coming up in lake gunnersville so that's september 21st and uh, 22nd i'm really interested in going to lake gunnersville uh there because that is where they're going to have the uh, uh kayak bass fishing national championship down there so i want to get familiar with lake gunnersville as much as i possibly can and my grandchildren live uh just uh north of chattanooga in cleveland tennessee so that's only about an hour and a half from gunnersville and uh just uh through the grace of god it's so close to uh, lake chickamauga which is one of my favorite tva water systems i absolutely love uh, lake chickamauga but uh, definitely lake gunnersville on september 21st and 22nd 200 dollars a plastic kayak it doesn't matter. You could have that thing made out of seal skin. It doesn't need to be a Hobie Pro Angler 14. It doesn't need to be a Hobie. You can get in the Hobie Bass Open Series. 200 bucks. you get in this, and it will immediately thrust you into an elite-feeling tournament. And But 
with that same type of uh, community that, that you get in just one of your small local events. That's how unique and cool one of these events is. So I highly suggest you jumping in one of those. And if you get the, win one of these things, you're invited into the Hobie uh, Pro Angler or the Hobie Worlds team, and they take you all over the planet and fish against other Hobie uh, Pro Anglers. Like I think the next one's going to be, I believe, in like uh, Amsterdam, like in the Netherlands. Can you imagine that? Where's yeah. Johnny at? <laughs> I don't know, but he's well. He's been in that one spot for hours over there. You know, I couldn't imagine fishing in. A, what do you fish for in the Netherlands? Uh, I don't even know. But they go to Japan, they go to Australia, and uh, and then they also have the Tournament of Champions uh, at the end of the year, along with the uh, Bass Open Series Shootout. So that is a really cool event to get into. That's for sure. Is, what is that? Their uh, the next Hobie Open uh, tournament. That is Lake Gunnersville, Alabama. Uh, so they don't have one in August? Uh, nope. Really? Nope. That's interesting. June. Yeah, now they might have uh, uh, what they have pilot uh, tournaments around the country. And I'll look more into that and find out if there's any of those popping up. They had one in Colorado. You know, Colorado is not really known. You don't think of Colorado as a bass fishing state, but there are. You can catch bass in Colorado. And uh, so they had a... Um, a, um, a an event up there uh, that did uh, pretty brutal. I hear I, I a lot of twelve inch bass were caught. And it was very cold. Uh, that type of event you expect that in the state of Colorado. But yeah. um, I'll look more into those. And those are just kind of like pilot events that they also have uh, throughout the year. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple other trails that I've been looking at as well. I think I'm going to get into them next year, but. Uh, the Southern, uh, Southern Indiana kayak, uh, fishing trail. That's, uh, Mike Elsie's a part of, and I believe, right. I believe some of those guys come over to the Cincinnati kayak fishing trail and they fish some of our tournaments as well. So I think that would be a cool one to get into. Absolutely. And also, uh, the kayak tournament series that's out of Kentucky. So right. they, they, they look like they have an event every month until the end of September. So that, that looks like a very good one to uh, get into as well for this area. That's where and, I first met AJ McWhorter was in my first out of state tournament, which was down in cave run in Moorhead, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And uh, wow. In fact, that was the first uh, time I ever met uh, um, Eric Siddiqui. And, and uh, uh, I remember showing up early in cave run Lake which is absolutely black at like five o'clock in the morning. And I had no lights on my kayak, <laughs> none. I had no lights for anything, you know, but Eric Siddiqui obviously had his lights. And I followed that dude out into the darkness, man. It was <laughs> spooky. Uh, and I didn't do well at all during that event, but that was my first out of state event. I met AJ there. Uh, but the Bluegrass State, and I'm a proud Kentucky colonel, um, born in, 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 in Flemingsburg, Kentucky, uh, how, can produce some great kayak bass fishermen. And Kentucky Lake, wow, some of the, some of the big Florida strain bass that they have that are up in this, uh, through the TVA water system up into Kentucky. Uh, if they can make my way out to this pond that's just 53 steps in front of my house, that would be great. I'd love to have some <laughs> of those Florida bass. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I guess uh, I'm I'm going to ask you uh, future plans for this uh, segment for Michigan, Ohio. What, what, what do you What do you want to bring the listeners? Well, I think just having like an update and, and sort of like a go-to place where people can um, hear what's happening in the local tri-state, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky area who's right there. And maybe having something that spreads the word around with all, like talk about the Hobie Bass Open Series, talk about the KBF stuff, talk about our own personal uh, things that are happening with us, uh, creating relationships with the listeners, um, bringing them into uh, – uh, paddle and fin. I'm absolutely thrilled to death to be here. I'm I'm very ser I can I can be very Forrest Gump like you might say and serendipitous and allowing it just to happen and to uh, um, 
and I think uh, I think organically we're probably hopefully we'll just make a great entertaining show where people can come and build a relationship with us and we can just absolutely share the sport of kayak bass fishing. Um, I'm looking forward to myself stepping into more of a social media feel. I'd love to be doing a lot more video and filming. Uh, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, I have no problem talking and I can sit out there in the middle of a lake all day long and talk to myself. I've been doing it my whole life, basically. Now they have this thing called podcast. Now I look normal <laughs> talking to myself out there in the middle of nowhere. So it works out great for me. But uh, excited to go to ICAST uh, just oh, yeah. next week. It's like eight days away from now. So I hope to bring uh, a couple live podcasts from ICAST. Um, and, uh, get more involved. I hope to, oh my gosh, if I can meet Bill Dance, <laughs> a guy I grew yeah. up watching yeah. Bill Dance and just seeing some of the, I think of his stuff every single day when I'm fishing, every time I toss a lure or a brand new one, I tie one on, I think of Bill Dance and he once said, and I don't know why for the life of me, I remember it now because I did not do a lot of fishing then. You know, I watched Mayberry, I watched Gunsmoke, and I watched Rap Patrol, and I watched Bill Dance. And I remember him saying, if you're taking the time to tie on a lure, then you take the time to learn that lure. And so every time I tie on a new lure, I think of Bill Dance, and I absolutely look at the lure, and I figure out what that's doing down there. I want to credit him for that. I personally want to shake his hand and mm. credit him for, I think, being someone that has helped me out in fishing tremendously and the you know little i'm sure he does know but i want to thank him personally and tell him what a great impact he has had on the sport of fishing he was literally the first celebrity mm -hmm. bass fisherman i and grew so, up watching him too oh man so that's going to be exciting i'm excited to go down there and see all the the, the new innovations of equipments coming out and i'll be reporting that back to you sticks so that is where I hope our segment can go and just let it grow, man, and just see where it goes. Uh, I, I, uh, I've been working on a few guests myself where we're going to bring on some people to interview. Uh, Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers wants us to uh, do a uh, anglers uh, spotlight every other week, I believe. So we'll be bringing on somebody that they recommend to us. Um, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, talking with those guys and, uh, figuring out just asking them what what makes them tick when they fish so absolutely that sounds fun i'm i'm looking to i'm looking really looking forward to uh talking with you about your iCast experience that's going to be awesome i got invited from a uh, team bonafide but unfortunately i just can't take off work for it and get down there so maybe next year uh, i'm really looking forward to maybe going down there um well you know sticks i can you know you can go missing for a couple of days and I can just like kind of throw you in the trunk, tape your mouth shut and just kind of, we can make it look like it was an abduction or something. And I, we can get down there and enjoy iCast. I mean, I'm willing to do that, but you know, that would be awesome, man. Uh, I, we do have uh, one guest set up for next week. He is uh, the, uh, he's on the board of Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers. His name is Zach Soulier. I hope I pre pronounced his last name right there. Uh, I taught me, me, Jason, Jay, and, uh, Brian talked to him over Skype a few weeks ago, along with, uh, Todd Patrick, who runs, uh, Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers. Uh, we're going to have Zach on, we're going to ask him about the, uh, tournament trail. And, uh, he, he also, uh, uh, just participated in the Hobie open as well. And, uh, looked like he had some su success up there. So we'll ask him a little bit about that and, it's just going to be a good time. Yeah, it is going to be a great time. I'm really excited to get into some more of those Mayo events, you know. How many do they have left? Uh, the they have they have uh, three. Fletcher's Pond, East and West Harbor, and then uh, the last one of the year is Ford uh, Belleville Lake in Belleville, Michigan. Oh, yeah. So I believe both of those were KBF trail event locations, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. uh, Belleville and... Uh, and East and West Harbor. Is that correct? Yep. Um, and man, if that's killing two birds with one stone, I mean, you get up there and you can really, uh, get into that one event and study the lake for another event. And that's, uh, I like to shoot for things like that. So the East and West Harbor, 
uh, that event really uh, intrigues me. Yeah, that one is actually co-hosted by uh, uh, Buckeye Kayak uh, Fishing Trail, uh, KBF, and Michigan Ohio Anglers. So there's there's gonna be a lot of anglers at that tournament. Nice, that'll be good turnout. Oh yeah. So, um, I think that's all I have tonight. And uh, uh, go ahead and uh, shout out our sponsors for the last part if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you have sponsors for the show that you know about, and I have a few of my uh, uh, American Tackle. Big shout out to them. They've invited me down to ICAST, and they were one of my first sponsors to um, really reach out um, as a pro staffer. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a a nice name for expensive hobby, you might say. But they've given me the opportunity as a field staffer and a pro staffer really support this company, American Tackle. And if you want to uh, apply as to the pro staff team, you can do that. You go to americantackleanglerproducts.com, and there's a page that you can go to to do just the thing. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, what a great, great group of people. I'm so anxious to meet them down at ICAST and actually put a voice and a face to this social media relationship family that we've created with them but definitely a big shout out to american tackle i can't thank them enough um and uh yourself too my man you've been with the team and and wow you just came on board and knocked it out like you know yeah it's <laughs> been a crazy it. ride <laughs> and they're very excited about you too so uh it's gonna it's gonna you know Maybe we'll have to get Austin Todd on here sometime and talk with him. Austin Todd, I think he'd be more than happy to do that. Really give us some insight where American Tackle is going as a company uh, because they've just busted into a new hard bait uh, line of, uh, of weapons, man. The uh, American Tackle Bushido shallow crankbaits. I fell in love with them, specifically one called the, uh, the Gray Gill. Man, oh man, there's just something about these they're really done well, and they have jerk mates that they've come out. They got Bushido uh, braid lines. Go on there, the microwave guides. If you're a rod builder, you already know about American Tackle. But uh, boom, and then of course the uh, infamous American Tackle flip off down at ICAST, where they have all of these just pro anglers come around uh, from all over the world, and they just flip jigs into these cornhole boards that we're very familiar with here and. Midwestern, uh, you know, states, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to see that happen, and that's for sure. All right, well, uh, <clears throat> shout out to our sponsors here. Uh, we got Rocktown Paddle Sports. That's where uh, Brian's a part of their uh, fishing team out there in Illinois. Uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak here in Ohio. Big uh, shout out to those guys down there doing such a great job here on the Little Miami River. Oh, yeah, a bunch of great guys there. Uh, Hammered Lures, uh, Brian's part of their uh, ambassadorship there. Uh, Coyote Sunglasses. Uh, I love my bobs. Love your bobs? I love my bobs. <laughs> uh, Sweetwater Brewing, which also, they will be uh, supplying uh, beer at the uh, Paddle and Fin meetup this weekend. So if you're into that kind of thing, uh more incentive for you to be there. <laughs> hey, dude, that's a great little brewery, you know, and, you know, Cincinnati was famous. At one time, we had over 800 and something micro breweries. This was like at the turn of the century. I'm talking the 1800s to the 1900s. And uh, it's starting to build back up in the micro brewery and uh, bring in that tradition of micro brewery here in Sweetwater is another fantastic place. Yeah. Uh, we also got Fish Mob Lures. Uh, Southern Lake Company, and of course, uh, Michigan Ohio Kayak Anglers. And also, uh, we have this program that Brian, uh, he's really passionate about. He wants me to share it with you guys. It's uh, the Recycled uh, Plastics Recycling Program. Uh, what they do is, uh, after each tournament or tournament trail, uh, we want uh, the tournament directors to just uh, keep a box open for guys to throw their old plastics in instead of throwing them away throw them in this box man so Absolutely. he can mail them to uh this address i'm about to give you here uh it's 316 pinewood drive camp hill pennsylvania 17011 
So Brian's real passionate about that. He he's he's let it he's let uh, let me know that uh, he really wants for that to be pushed and. Uh, that sounds. Could you, could you give me that address one more time? That's three one six Pine Hill Drive. Pine yeah three one six Pinewood Drive. Oh Pinewood. Yep. yep. Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. One seven zero one one. Thank you. Big shout out, man. Let's support that. Anything that we can do for the veterans, man. I want to shout out to the vets, too. Being a, a United States Navy vet, a proud sailor, man, thank you for the glasses, Veterans Administration. I can see. It's great. I can see how to tie a, a double polymer knot now. I can. It's, <laughs> it's just great. It's just changed my life. So anything we can do to support the vets. And, you know, when it and you think about it, you have all of these plastics just laying in your in the cockpit or down in the hull of your kayak or your canoe or your your bass boat. And, you know, I've I've caught fish with these plastics down in the fish. And, you know, you have to think if you throw them overboard, something's going to pick it up and eat it, which isn't the best thing in the world. And it sits in there and it just gosh knows how long it's it sits in there and hangs out. But if for this young man to be able to take these things and somehow to make lures, other lures and really cool looking lures mm -hmm. out of them is pretty amazing and innovative. And uh, I think we just should support that any way we can. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I've created my own stash here at home, so uh, I'm going to be shipping some when I get get a good amount. So definitely look into it, guys. Uh, I think that's all we have for this episode tonight. Um, Exciting. Uh, I'm excited. I know, yeah. I know John's excited over there, and we plan on bringing a lot more content. Uh, Paddle and Finn, you can uh, reach them at their uh, email, paddle, the letter N, Finn, at gmail.com. Uh, their website's paddle, the letter N, Finn.com. Uh, let's see if I can do this right, how Brian does it. Uh, until tight line. <laughs> nope, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> until next time tight lines and smooth paddling hey god bless and wear your pfd definitely have a good one yeah you too over and out sticks see you see next ya. time spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.